Hello, welcome to Treasures Podcast. This is Olivia, your host. So last time uh, on the podcast, I introduced you to my stepdad, Phil, and uh, we went straight into talking about the worst part of our relationship um, and um, and how we didn't talk to each other for so long and uh, and how terrible that was. This time, I want to um, reintroduce you to Phil, um, to how I uh, know him now and how other people know him. Um, He is a pretty nice guy. Uh, I mean, yeah, (laughs) usually, (laughs) apart from from my experience um, as a teenager, but apparently that was... uh, that was just one of our big life lessons we had to learn together. So sorry about that, Phil. But you know we've come out. We've come out for the better. Yeah. All right. This is getting weird. Um. So without any further ado, here's here's the real Phil. Cool. All right. Well. Welcome, Phil, to Treasures Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm deeply honoured. So um, how about we uh, sort of introduce ourselves to the, the listeners or let people know um, what our relationship is, how we know each other? Sure. Um, well, Libya is my stepdaughter. Um, my wife, Angela, was married um, before we married and, um, and had a seven-year-old daughter who is now... Almost 28, is it? 29. 29. Yeah. Oh, yep. okay. how, in two years, weeks. <laughs> how the years have flown, yeah. So, um, yeah, and um, we've had that relationship for for 20 plus years and, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Well, I've just, um, I'm just going to start asking some questions and we'll see what happens. So, first, I wanted to ask, where did your passion for bonsais come from? Oh, I think I had a brief introduction when I was in um, high school. Um, there was a young kid who, who sold me some packet of seeds that was supposed to um, grow bonsai trees. Um, and I tried to germinate them. I think they were a, um, a conifer of some description. Um, but yeah, it was, was very unsuccessful at, um, getting those to grow, uh, somewhere along the line. I don't know. I just, um, I honestly don't know. I've always had a, a, an interest in, in, in growing things. And I suppose just, um, I was started to grow cactus as well. Um, so growing, yeah, specialty plants, I suppose was sort of, um, something that was a bit more, um, yeah, a bit more of a challenge or, or just something different rather than just growing, you know, potted flowers or, or something like that. So, um, hmm. yeah. Well, that's something that Sam pointed out actually is that bonsais and cactuses or cacti are um, quite opposite really. Like they don't seem oh, to be Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's true. I mean, one needs, um, you know, so much attention and, and um, cactus obviously need very little attention, although... Obviously, the more attention you do give your cactus, the um, the nicer the plant will um, will look. Mm-hmm. Um, 
a little bit of extra fertilizer you know can promote flowers although you know it's not a hundred percent necessary to to fertilize them mm-hmm. um, a little bit of protection from cold i suppose can um, prevent a little bit of um, what they call corkiness on on the um on the on the stems mm-hmm. yeah. well what i find interesting is that um when we met you you already had um some bonsais and those you've probably still got the same bonsais some of absolutely. them absolutely yeah, yeah so absolutely. how old is your oldest bonsai um the oldest one is probably and i actually just sold it i, I oh, sold yeah. to a fellow by chance it was um a wisteria um uh, it, it's hard to say how old it actually was it, it was definitely um, at least, say, what are we in? Because it was at least thirty-three three years old in my possession, and it was probably wow. already a, a um, you know, four or five-year-old. Um, yeah. Was in the, it started out as a nursery plant, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Generally, they're grafted, so yeah. But um, the the um, the pine trees that I have are, are about the same age, uh, mm-hmm. and I grew those from seedling that I that I managed to. Um, to find mm-hmm. one day just growing underneath a pine tree. So it's incredible. Yeah they're, they're, yeah, they're 33 years old. Have you ever lost a, a really old bonsai? Uh, I had an ivy that, um, that I'd struck from a cutting from uh, our family home in, um, in uh, Sunbury. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I tried to repot it during summer and um, yeah, that, that didn't survive mm. the process. Fortunately, yeah, so that was a bit sad and that was probably yeah. getting 20 years old. Well, you'd almost have to, it would almost, you'd almost be grieving a plant. Like um, yeah, it was. I was just annoyed with, I was annoyed with myself more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I generally do get down on myself when I do silly things like that because, um, you know, it does take a lot of patience, um, you know, bonsai. And, and sometimes you get a little bit impatient to, to, to have them look, the way that you want them to look. Mm-hmm. And you're into crystals and astrology and health. The astrology, yeah. I mean, I a stack of books and, and used to do charts and, mm-hmm. and try and work myself out in 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 um, through those avenues. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you know that that was to a to a degree that was that was quite soul destroying as well. You know for. Uh, for someone, you know, who, who, you know, my only dream in life was to, to you know, to, um, you know, to marry and and, um, mm-hmm. and have kids and live happily ever after, you know. And I thought mm-hmm. that, um, that um, you know, in order to find someone who was compatible, it needed, she needed to be compatible, you know, from mm-hmm. an astrological perspective. And, and so, mm-hmm. you know, I would, I would work out, you know, the exact day that that person would be born on, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, that's insane because, you know, the chances of finding somebody that was born on, on, on a particular day, um, I'm, I could have advertised, I suppose that would have um, <laughs> that's increased. That's so interesting chance. though. I, um, I, I never thought of it in that way that, you, you know, it could be an obsession about finding love, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. You know, and the crystal side of things too. I mean, there are crystals that they they used to say would attract love. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
but all I mean, I like the rocks themselves. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I, I had a gemstone collection when I was growing up, mm. and, um, because um, mum and dad had the, the jewelry store, and quite often some of the people that would bring in in the um, you know diamond rings and whatever mm-hmm. also had had um, little displays with um, with gemstones and things. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so I had a little uh, gemstone collection. Mm. Um, and also another friend, um, who, um, one of his neighbors, uncle, um, used to go, uh, places and, and, um, get gemstones as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, he gave, he, he, he gave me a, a couple of gemstones, which was nice. Okay. Different topic. Are you nostalgic for your Italian or Scottish heritage? Uh, probably more the Italian side. Um, yeah. Even though I didn't didn't learn any Italian growing up, because my um, grandfather, who was born in Italy, but came out to Australia when he was three years old. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if anything, I probably heard some French spoken because um, my grandmother was was um, Belgian mm. and um, speaking Belgian, but. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know. Just the Italian side of things, I suppose. Um, I suppose he had more of a story too, mm-hmm. um, how he came out to Australia, and um, we were sort of more in, in um, contact with with his side of the family rather than my grandmother's side of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I guess at some stage you sort of, and when you learned Italian at school, it sort of um, it sort of reinforces that that Italian sort of background. Mm-hmm. So most of the Italian you know is from school. Absolutely, all of oh, okay. it. Wow, uh, and friends, and and friends. Uh-huh. You know, growing up, oh, oh, sorry, um, not growing up. Um, in the workplace, there's been a couple of um, work colleagues that have had um, Italian backgrounds, and um, yeah. they've sort of um, in, increased my vocabulary a little bit. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's the first thing I'm learning because. Um, I had this image of you with your cousins um, talking Italian to your grandparents. So no, <laughs> uh, I didn't have a very close relationship, to be honest, with my grandfather. He died when I was seven years old, and um, okay. to be honest, I don't know. I just uh, I can't even for the life of me remember having a, a very close relationship with him at all. At all. Um, I was probably a little bit timid, timid as a child and um, I probably found him a little bit scary. Mm. Um, I, but on the other hand, my um, maternal grandmother, um, you know, I spent a lot of time with her and, um, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, very fond memories of her. So she's from, she was from Belgium? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And so what was it like losing your mum at such a young age? Because I think you were 16 when your mum passed away. Uh, no, I wasn't sixteen. I was probably about twenty-five. Okay. But yeah, still, still, still quite young. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's young. It really mm-hmm. is young. And she was young. I mean, mm-hmm. sixty-four. You know, and I mean, in six years' time, I'll be sixty-four, and I, mm-hmm. I'm not looking. You know, I'm not thinking that I'm going to be, I'm going to be um, dying at any time, any time soon. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, look, it was, it was sad, and I suppose because, um, because growing up, I, I probably had a more positive relationship with my mother than I did with my father. It, it, mm-hmm. um, it, it was um, extra sad. 
Um, you know, but, um, you know, in retrospect, um, probably my relationship with dad became uh, stronger. So, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, that, that, that's one positive thing that's come out of it. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, and if you sort of think about milestones in your life that, that um, you know, your mother's not there and, and certainly, you know, marriage and, and having kids is, is one of those things that, that, that um, grieve me. Mm -hmm. but, uh, she, she never got to um, to meet your mum and, um, mm -hmm. and Elise and Charlotte. So. What do you remember about first meeting and dating mum, my mum? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look, you know, um, we were obviously going to the same church and you'd sort of, mm -hmm. um, you'd, um, you'd sort of be in that congregation and, you, and you'd, see people and, and, and become friendly, I suppose, with, with, um, with, with groups of people and, um, mm -hmm. you know, similar ages and, and stuff like that. Um, it was very sudden, as you know. Um, yeah. yeah, very sudden. And, um, yeah, it was just um, one of those unexpected things. But, um, you know, I honestly believe that, um, that um, God was in it because um, I was very... Um, wanted to be faithful to God and, and not to just marry, you know, outside of his will for my life. And, and, um, mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, but, um, yeah, meeting your mum and, and, um, you know, believing that, that it was God's will for us to marry, um, was, was, um, yeah, it was, it was definitely a blessing. And, um, yeah, like I say, it was, it was, mm -hmm. <laughs> As a very whirlwind, a very whirlwind romance. Um, yeah, well, the time for me is I've I can't even remember um, the time frame at all of the meeting and and getting mm. engaged and then getting married. Yeah, um, probably from first date to marriage was probably about two months. Really? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah, um, I think it was like February, the, the 1st of February, I think was, um, was probably our first date. I think um, we went to the um, St Kilda, oh, hang on, I just, that was the second date, I think. Mm -hmm. um, we went to, to, um, to Dalesford and um, had a picnic mm -hmm. on the lake. Mm -hmm. And um, our second date, we went to the St Kilda Festival. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know, third date, I can't remember, but... Um, yeah. What What did you think of me when you met me? Um, At six years yeah, old. Look, <laughs> I think you're a little bit shy. So I, I, I sort of probably thought you're a little bit unusual. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, you know, look, that was to be expected, and I probably didn't analyse things uh, the way I should have. So, you know, my perceptions and thoughts of of, of you are probably. Um, are probably very um, ignorant and uneducated, I suppose. But um, what do you mean by that? Oh, just you know, my you know, in saying that that you were shy and and and, um, and different, um, mm -hmm. probably a little bit, you know, the the playful side, I suppose, was a little bit confronting. Mm -hmm. um, 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 yeah, just um, I suppose 
just the, the little tricks that you used to play on on your um, on your grandfather. I thought was a bit strange because they're sort of things that I probably never would have done to my grandparents, and mm -hmm. I suppose that sort of foreign to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um. Yeah. It was probably foreign to my mum as well. I think I had um quite a different relationship with my grandfather. Well, I I got a different person than my mother got out of my grandfather. Yeah. Absolutely. My mum got the entrepreneur that was quite stern and quite determined and sometimes, you know, had a temper or was just very serious and intense. And I mm. kind of got the softened version that was a grandfather that was just sort of yeah. kind of had time to play with me and give me attention and, and um, let me get away with a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh. You know, and look, you know, it would, would be nice to, to, to go back, not that you, you can't, but, but mm -hmm. probably go back in your mind and, and, and sort of look on, on, on those times with a bit more fondness, I suppose, as well. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, if you actually could go back in time, you would certainly, um, you would certainly have a different, different um, view of, 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 you know, the relationships within the family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Is that a game you play ever, like rewriting history a little bit? Um, a game that you play? I don't know, um, in your mind, like um, just yeah, making yeah, okay. different decisions or, yeah, connecting the dots backwards. Because it's easy to connect the dots backwards, but, um, you know, yeah. you're just making decisions and going through life and, um, yeah. Well, like I said, I mean, you know, oh, I, you know there were certain milestones and, and 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 key sort of moments in your life where you, you know you see that your life is sort of go is, is headed off in in a certain direction i guess <laughs> and um you know and, and you sort of think if you didn't make that decision you know like i said i'd, I'd still be smoking marijuana and i'd be be a hopeless case you know but if, <laughs> if i if i didn't speak to the to the fellow that was sitting in the in the um, the pub with all the books on his table, and mm -hmm. who was catching the, the same train to Sunbury and and um, be exposed to um, to Christianity, um, certainly my you know, and then and then from there you know exchanging contact details and and agreeing to go to church, mm -hmm. um, you know my life would have been very different. So you know I connect those dots and um, imagine if those if those events didn't happen in my life, it be, would be very different. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think I'd still be a very lonely person because I honestly don't think I would have, would have found a, a life partner. Mm -hmm. Definitely wouldn't have found a life partner and, you know, and, and to have, you know, you know, three amazing daughters, um, you know, um, you know, just wouldn't be. Mm. I have to say, um, I didn't tell Phil this, but when I asked him what he thought of me and he said that I was unusual, it's actually a huge compliment to me. I love it when people realise how weird I am. Like, I, it's just, it's so refreshing <laughs> because 
I do not want to be usual. I, I don't want to blend in. <laughs> so thank you. He got it right. He got it right. Good. Um, Phil and I have gotten to know the worst parts of each other intimately. <laughs> and, um, yeah, our road to, well, getting to know each other again um, has been uh, it's been a real blessing in I think both of our lives I think we can I can speak for Phil um, so it's nice to to talk about um, talk about who Phil is and and uh, as I said to reintroduce you guys to him but really it's also um, reintroducing him to me and us continuing to build our relationship so uh, thanks for uh, listening in. That was fun. Um, yeah, one more episode about Phil. Um, yeah, we we just I've got so much content. I don't know what to do with it. So, yeah, but uh, I've really enjoyed this experience, and I really appreciate Phil's generosity um, with his uh, his honesty and. Yeah, and his time and everything and and I appreciate you guys for listening. So that'll be all. Have a lovely rest of your day. Bye bye now. <laughs>